Hello guys, it's me, Landry, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Talk with Landry. Um, It's been four months since the last episode, and I do apologize for the mighty long hiatus. Um, It's definitely been a long one, um, but I'm back. So... I will be trying to post more often um, and post, you know, um, more regularly uh, because, I mean, it's it's been four months. So, you know, um, it's, it's been a long time, but I'm going to start posting more consistently. That way, episodes come faster and they come on a regular basis instead of waiting four months like you did now and you know potentially a year you know so i'm gonna start posting more consistently um to keep from being on such a long hiatus but with that being said we move to our first topic of today and that would be the hollywood actors and writers sag actra strike now they hit a hundred days um not too long ago maybe about a month ago um but the companies aren't budging the companies don't want to pay their writers they don't want to pay their actors and the residual checks for the actors are starting to get smaller and smaller and smaller and the same goes for the writers Honestly, I don't understand the stubbornness um, with the companies, really, um, and not wanting to pay the people that make them that money. Um, it's it's definitely an interesting uh, concept, I would say. Um, a lot of actors' residual checks are very, very low. And when I say low, I mean practically nothing at all um some actors are getting paid cents some actors are getting paid probably a dollar to to about ten dollars um there's not really a consistency with these with these residual checks um they are pretty much getting paid the least amount that they probably have ever gotten paid. Um, and it, and the same goes for the writers. Um, but these companies, what I don't understand is the fact that they have the money to pay their writers and to pay their actors and to make it a fair game for everybody. But the thing of them not wanting to budge and not wanting to give everyone a fair deal is a problem in its own way really um but to me in a way i feel that paying the writers paying the actors is going to do them more good than it ever will the CEOs bad. And what I mean by that is that these CEOs get paid millions or billions of dollars a year. So when you compare millions and billions of dollars to a couple hundred, a couple thousand a year, 
it's it's a different thing then and i feel that with these actors and with these writers it's not guaranteed money it's it's not one of those things where you know a year ends and then another year starts and it's like oh you know they'll pay their their pay is going to either stay the same or it's going to go up or it may go down maybe a little bit no their pay is fluctuating throughout very different ways so one year they could be getting paid a lot of money and then the next year probably no money at all and so it's the fact that with these ceos it's a very different thing for them because their money it doesn't stay the same and it doesn't go down their money grows consistently on a on a consistent basis and it doesn't stop and at some point there has to be a conversation had to say hey okay we're getting paid all of this money. How about to keep from making things worse with the people who make us the money that we make, let's give them a share of what we have. But honestly, I just don't know. I don't know what will happen. Um, Everybody is on board and everybody is willing to fight for what they deserve um as they should uh really but it's it's a thing of understanding and realizing that the ceos and the writers and the actors they're on two different ends and you can't you have at some point you have to dig into that mindset of the other person i feel that these writers and these actors they know the ceos they know how these ceos work they know how their minds work but the ceos on the other hand it's a different story for them they are not trying to put themselves in the writers or the actors shoes um just because they don't want to pretty much um but it's it's also because of the fact man that at some point you have to realize that these people who are making you money they are making these scripts making these movies they are making these projects mean something and they are bringing you money in on a daily weekly, monthly, yearly basis, and they're working long hours every day for about six months up to about a year, and they all they get is crumbs. They get scraps, and there's really no need for it at all. There's no need for it at all. Um, so I honestly do hope that the strikes do get resolved and i hope that the writers and the actors get a fair pay because they deserve it and they need it and they have been fighting for it for years so i hope that they get it i really really do um yeah and so now moving on to my next topic kind of staying in the same lane um with hollywood but not too much with actors and writers let's go to music for a second um 
So Beyonce had her birthday tour. I mean, not her tour, but her birthday um, concert uh, this past Monday. As of recording, it is September 8th. So her concert would have been Labor Day. Um, and her concert was fantastic. She brought out Kendrick Lamar. She brought out Blue Ivy, um, who has been performing with her for uh, multiple shows now. And uh, and it looked like she was having a fantastic time in L.A. Um, with all of her friends and, and all of the people who were there showing her uh, lots of love on her Bay Day. Um, and that brings me to a point of competing where you do not compare or comparing where you do not compete, whichever way you want to look at it. Um, lots of people compare Taylor Swift to Beyonce. And if you really look at this, I don't understand the comparison between the two. I don't understand where the comparison is coming from. I don't know if it's because the both of them were on tour at the same time. Um, I really don't know what the reason uh, for the comparison was, but a uh, lots of people want to compare Taylor Swift and want to compare Beyonce and the way that their music is, the way that their tour is, the way that they do things throughout their career and honestly i will be honest with you taylor swift is a fantastic artist she's a fantastic singer she's a fantastic songwriter i will give props where props are due but what i don't understand is why Taylor Swift can't be compared to the likes of Madonna, to the likes of Katy Perry, to the likes of Selena Gomez, to the likes of Miley Cyrus. I don't understand why she has to be compared to Beyonce, why she has to be compared to Michael Jackson. And what I don't understand about the comparison with Taylor Swift and with Michael Jackson you simply cannot compete where you do not compare. Let me be very clear when I say Michael Jackson and Taylor Swift are on two very different stages of their career. Michael Jackson being on a stage that no one will be able to reach, that no one will be able to touch. Michael Jackson is the greatest of all time, and he is he is just simply the best he can dance he can sing he can act his music videos were works of art he was a work of art now listen when i say this this is no disrespect to taylor swift but taylor swift cannot dance for the people that think that she can dance that's your that's your prerogative that's your thought process however you think if you think that she can dance then that's fine that's okay listen you think however you want to think but however you have to look at when you look at michael jackson michael jackson is the definition of dancing and the definition of dance in general taylor swift however I don't think she knows how to do the two-step. Now, I say that I could be wrong. I don't know. She may know how to do, you know, the, the whipping, nay, nay, the cha-cha slide, you know, whichever one, um, you know, 
whichever one she can do, you know, it, it's pretty much fine. But when you look at the two, when you look at Taylor Swift and you look at Michael Jackson, Taylor Swift is never going to reach Michael Jackson. She's never going to be as close as Michael Jackson. Never, ever, ever. For the people that think, oh, well, you know, Taylor Swift, well, you know, Michael Jackson, he's, you know, he's gone and Taylor Swift is still alive. Yes. Listen, Taylor Swift could be 70 years old. This woman could have made eight albums by then and she still will not reach the level that Michael Jackson was at and I stand by that statement um pretty much forever so you know it, it is what it is at that point but when you want to compare Taylor Swift and Beyonce it's the fact that these two I feel are on two very different stages in their career and I say that because Taylor Swift has been in the music industry for what, about 10, 15 years. Beyonce, on the other hand, has been doing that for double. So she's been doing this for 25 years, almost 30 years. So when you look at this, you cannot compare these two artists because Beyonce has been doing it for 25 years. Taylor Swift has been doing it for 10 to 15 years. And yes, 10 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, they don't seem very far apart. But when you look at the past that the both of them have taken, when you look at when they both started, when you look at how young they were when they started, then things start to get a little different. And then you have to really look deep into things when you look at it like that. But you know, I mean, honestly, I feel that at the end of the day, they're both great. I feel that comparing them, it really, when you compare, you are tearing that other person or that other thing down to lift that other thing up. Now, yes, you can compare two things and you can compare those two things in a nice and respectable way. But I feel that in this instance, with it being a Beyonce versus Taylor Swift type thing and it being this battle between the two, it is this thing where you are almost tearing one down to build the other one up. And it just never is a good thing. And yeah, so honestly, I'm just going to leave it at this. Taylor Swift is fantastic. Beyonce is fantastic. They are both thriving this year and they will continue thriving. And to Beyonce and to Taylor Swift, y'all are doing y'all's thing. And to Beyonce, as I am recording this, happy belated birthday, ma'am. So now we move on to the prime premise of this podcast and that is entertainment that is movies that is tv shows that is all of those wonderful glorious things so the first movie we start off with today is equalizer three with denzel washington um this movie um directed by antoine fuqua um hopefully i said his name right um this film is a part of a trilogy um, directed, all three of them directed by Antoine Fuqua and all of them starring Denzel Washington. And this 
is a movie and this is a trilogy about a man who whenever he sees wrongdoing, he takes that into his own hands. He doesn't wait for anybody else to take care of it. He does it on his own merit. And honestly, seeing all three of these films, they are fantastic films. Um, I feel that Denzel Washington is such an amazing actor that he doesn't always have to talk and he doesn't always have to use words for you to be able to know what he's thinking and to be able to know what he's saying without him having to even say it. Um, this movie honestly was a fantastic movie. Denzel Washington in this movie gave a wonderful final performance um, in this film. And I felt that this uh, final installment into this trilogy was truthfully a wonderful ending. Uh, his character, and not to spoil too much, but his character does come to peace with um, with his life and with him as a person. And he tries to leave every thing that he's done, every bit of wrongdoing, every every person or every situation that he has equalized, he leaves it all behind and he finally finds uh, peace in a, a little country called Italy. So it's a fantastic movie. If the movie is playing in a theater near you, I advise you and encourage you to go and see this movie. The movie is absolutely fantastic. The score and the music in this movie is really captivating and it's a wonderful film. So moving on, now we move on to a film on the funner side of things, and that is the reboot of Haunted Mansion. Um, this film starring uh, Danny DeVito, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, um, this is a, a fantastic film. It's a wonderful film. It's a little bit of a scary film, but I say that just because pretty much anything scares me. Um, the dark scares me. So pretty much anything scares me at that point. Um, but it, it is a funny film and it is a family film. So if there are any parents out there, if you want to go take your kids, it is a fantastic film to go take your kids to see. Or if you just want to see the film by yourself, you can do that, too. Um, this film is absolutely fantastic. And it really is. It is a beautifully shot film and just a fantastic film. Um, me and my parents went to go see this film and it was absolutely amazing. Tiffany Haddish is fantastic. She is very funny in this film, but there is also a sense of vulnerability in her character. Um, and I do love that about this movie. Owen Wilson, he is absolutely fantastic in every movie that he does um but especially with this film um i feel that really every actor in this film was absolutely fantastic i feel that every character has a sense of vulnerability um in their in their character and they use that in in a beautiful way and in a way that you would expect, but at, at sometimes you wouldn't. And um, Danny DeVito, he is just the funniest guy um, in any film that he does. Um, but but he really he does really, really good and really, really great in this uh, in this film and in this reboot. Um, but I know that a lot of people aren't 
really big fans of reboots and i know that during covid there was a there was a really big you know uproar when it came to reboots um rugrats getting rebooted in 2020 um uh iCarly getting rebooted in 2020 and if you have not seen that it is on paramount plus along with rugrats but and then Zoe 102 uh, coming out earlier this year um, in July, that being a reboot from the Nickelodeon show Zoe 101. Uh, so honestly, I feel that this was a fantastic movie and it was a great reboot. Um, and if you have a chance to see it, please, I advise and encourage all of you to go and see this film because it is absolutely fantastic. Now, moving to a film that is almost a counterpart to a previous film. It is not out yet, but it is definitely on the cusp of coming out. And that is the film Priscilla. Yes, you heard me right. They are making a movie about Elvis's wife, Pris Priscilla Presley. So this film, I don't know very much um, about this film um, other than the name and just what the main plot and story of this film is going to be about. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't, it's it's definitely going to be an interesting film, I feel, because it's going to give an insight on Priscilla's uh, life and how she balanced fame and fortune and just also just trying to be, you know, herself at all times. So, uh, and the reason why I say it's a counterpart is just because of the fact with having Elvis coming out um, last year and that film being a huge success and that film being nominated for multiple awards um, at the Oscars this year. Um, and shout out to Austin Butler, who did a amazing job as Elvis Presley and he was absolutely amazing in that film and his performance was truly captivating um but yeah so Jacob Alordi for the Euphoria fans out there um he will be playing Elvis in this film um I'm not too sure on who is playing Priscilla even though I really should know just because of the fact that the movie is called that, but uh, yeah, but the person who will be playing Priscilla, her name is Callie Spaney, if I said that right. Um, again, her name is Callie Spaney, if I said that right. And again, for the Euphoria fans out there, Jacob Alordi will be playing Elvis in this film. Um, so it's definitely going to be an interesting film to see, uh, definitely to see um, how this film does and how the story of Priscilla uh gets presented um in a theatrical um way so it definitely 
um, will be something interesting um, to see. So that's definitely um, a film to look out for. So um, if any of you guys uh, are a huge Elvis Presley fan, um, then I advise you to go see that movie um, when it comes out. The release date for this movie is... Give me a second here. The release date is October 27th. So this movie will be coming out in a little bit more than a month from now. So uh, any of you guys looking for a good movie to see, and if you're a huge Elvis Presley fan, then I advise you guys to go and see that movie, Priscilla. Um, and again, the release date is October 27th, 2023. So set your calendars, be on the lookout for that date. Um, now, let's move on to some sports. Um, college season, college football season officially kicked off last week. Um, the second week does indeed start off this week. Um, lots of teams uh, won, lots of teams lost, lots of teams had upsets, lots of teams you expected to win, and they did uh, do exactly that. Georgia, for instance, played UT Martin, and they beat them 48-7, to seven, if, I'm not, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yes, 48 to seven, um, they beat UT Martin, um, and yeah, and they beat them 48 to seven. Um, again, Georgia is the number one college team in the nation right now. Um, they are back to back college football national champions. So, uh, shout out to them and congratulations to them. Um, and they are ranked number one, uh, as I stated previously. Um, teams like Alabama, Ohio State, those teams are also within the top five, um, and they are thriving. Um, and honestly, if there's anything that I can say, um, if Georgia does go back to the national championship, we may be looking at a three-peat, who knows? Um and if Alabama goes back, we could see the revenge of the A-State and of um, Alabama and revenge of Roll Tide. So we will certainly see. Um, as far as NFL goes, um, the first game of the season kicked off uh, last night. Um, today, as I'm uh, shooting this episode, it's September 8th, uh, Friday. So they would have played that game yesterday, um, September 7th, which is Thursday. And it was the Lions and the Chiefs. Now, I want you to just take a quick second to guess which team won that game. I'll give you guys a quick second. If you were thinking the Chiefs, you were you were absolutely incorrect. Um, that did not happen. The Chiefs did not win. The Chiefs indeed did lose. Um, the Lions, I know I said the same thing. Um, the Lions, they pulled out the win. Um, it 
it was a very close game, actually a one-point game. It was 21 to 20. Um, lots of interceptions, lots of dropping balls, lots of fumbles in this game. Um, but this game was very eventful. They were the Chiefs were at home um, at Arrowhead Stadium, and uh, they lost. So the Chiefs are 0-1, the Lions are 1-0. and So it is definitely going to be an interesting thing to see what the Lions do for the rest of this season and how the Chiefs will, back, will bounce back next week from this horrifying loss. Um, but yeah, and so that is pretty much it. That is pretty much all. Um, all that I can say is that I hope that the Chiefs can rebound and I hope that they can get some sense of, you know, of, you know, of, of, you know, order uh, together with their team, even though it's just the first week. So we shall see. But um, that does wrap up the second episode today. Um, I appreciate all of the love and all of the support that I got from the first episode. Um, I really wasn't expecting as much as I did get. So I appreciate you guys for that. I really, really do. Um, and like I said, I'm going to start posting more consistently and on a regular basis. That way you guys can have episodes to look forward to and you guys can, you know, have these episodes and look forward to them instead of it being a four, five, six month hiatus where you know you're waiting for an episode and you know uh we never we never get there and you never get one so again this is me this is landry and this has been another episode of a little talk with landry and i appreciate all the love i appreciate all the support that i got on the first episode and hopefully we can get that that we can get that same amount of love and that same amount of support or even more than what we did before but listen i appreciate you guys um i really 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 do and um as beyonce would say i love you deep 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 i love you guys deep so um all and i also have a website um coming up soon so i will let you guys know about that um and that way you guys can go and check that out and if you missed an episode you can go and again uh this podcast and this podcast is available wherever you get your podcast um that being samsung podcast apple podcast spotify um RSS, if you uh, know what that is, and if you uh, go on that website to find your podcast, whatever the case may be, you can find the podcast anywhere and everywhere, and I mean that. Um, So like I said, um, I'm excited for you guys um, to see the material that is lined up and to um get to listen to these episodes so thank you guys so much for everything for all the love again and for all the support again so thank you guys so much